everybody. This is Dr. Rob, the referral doc. How's it going? Welcome to the Special Dentalist Podcast, where we help specialists become special. Okay, today we're going to be going over DSOs, uh, what they are, the pros and cons of DSOs, um, how specialists can get involved and why specialists should be involved in DSOs, and how to refer legally in and out uh, funnel patients to doctors within your organizations legally and ethically. What is a DSO? DSO stands for Dental Service Organization. And another term for it is corporate dental, corporate dentistry. Uh, DSOs can be a great thing. They really can be, especially for specialists. Um, specialists in the past, uh, one of the reasons why there's not a lot of specialists in the corporate world is because specialists are difficult to bring on. Well, it's getting more and more competitive where specialists uh, are finding that their days are getting not as filled with patients. And that is a concern. And, and that's happening because of a couple of things. Uh, first of all, general dentists are learning more, right? There's a lot more online courses, um, especially when the economy kind of dips, like right now when the virus, the coronavirus is hitting, uh, the general dentists are going to be coming out of this seeing, oh man, I can't send this molar endo out. I've got to do it myself to keep it in-house. Uh, other things like do-it-yourself ortho kits that people can just order online, decrease the number of uh, patients that are out there being circulated for orthodontics. So there's a lot of reasons that are causing more competition uh, for specialists. The referrals aren't, aren't as plentiful as they used to be. And so a lot of specialists, especially the newer ones, are finding themselves with a slower time. So I really believe that this is more, this is advantageous for specialists to really consider this. Um, if you consolidate your, your days into maybe three or four days a week, and then on that fifth day, even a morning or even every other, other week, just starting, you know, approach a corporate office and say, hey, could you use an endodontist? Could you use a periodontist for a morning um, or a day? If it gets to be where your private practice starts, you know, jumping up, then you can, you can stop doing that. Or if you find that it's working out well, you can expand that day at the corporate office into a full day, maybe two days, but it diversifies and gives you an opportunity to keep that money coming in and making sure that you're able to pay your bills. Um, why bring on specialists for DSOs? So this is a real good question. I've, I've been to some DSO conventions where I've, I've visited with a lot of DSOs that have their main model is surrounded by general dentists, right? They, they just bring on uh, them maybe 20 offices, they're all general dentists, and they don't, their, their model really isn't to bring in specialists. And, and the reason why uh, they don't bring in specialists is the first reason is they say, well, we train our, our generals, our GPs to <clears throat> do it all themselves. So we don't need specialists. We, we hardly ever refer out. Um, so, so that's the main reason why is they feel that, that type of a paradigm, which is awesome, which is fine. Um, I have a couple of things to, to say to that uh, to make you think. Uh, the first of all is, as a manager of a DSO, um, either way, whether it's a specialist or a general, you're getting 70%. Why not bring in a specialist, uh, let the generals do what they do good and they're proficient at, rather than spending lots of time working on ortho or a really complicated endo case? where the, the outcome is not going to be as good as an endodontist or an orthodontist. Why not have a specialist in-house to just kind of put those, give those two, uh, where you're going to actually be able to charge a little bit more because they're a specialist. The patient gets a little, well, you know, in, in my opinion, uh, better care for sure from somebody who that's all they do. 
it's not to downplay that general dentists can't do that stuff. And I think it's fine. I, I didn't refer out a lot. Honestly, I did a lot of my own stuff. Um, so I'm not saying the general dentist can't do that. I, I'm just saying, um, you know, why not have a specialist in house? Uh, it just is a little more proficient. <clears throat> the quality is a little bit better. Um, and no matter how good you are as a general dentist, you're still going to be referring out 10, 15% of all those specialties that you're really good at because there's just certain complicated cases that you just can't do yourself. So um, the cool thing about having a specialist is that 10 to 15, 20% that they're referring out, even though they're good, uh, still stays in, in-house. So um, that's something to just think about. And especially if, if you're a DSO that has pods of practices. That's usually where it works the best. So if, if you have 20 offices and they're spread everywhere, it's difficult to bring in a specialist because they can't really refer if they're traveling an hour. It just doesn't make sense. But if you're like in Chicago or Tampa Bay or whatever, and you have a couple of practices there with four or five general dentists, here's the cool thing about it. You've already had this, you have this ecosystem that you've already established. You already have patients coming in and you already have referrals going out. If you just bring in a couple of specialists, plug them into the system, suddenly you, it's like you've just increased your practice by three or four dentists and you don't have to really even market or bring in more patients. All you're doing is keeping all of that money that's going out in-house. As an example, <clears throat> there was this uh, DSO that had three, three offices in this little area close to Chicago uh, that we were working with. And we found in 2018 that they referred 240 patients to a periodontist. And that, pay, that periodontist that brought in like $300,000 for, for that company. That's money that was going out of the practice. If they didn't have that periodontist there, then they, that would have just gone out. Uh, that, and that applied not only to that periodontist, but they had an orthodontist that had you know, that same amount. Uh, same with an oral surgeon that was just there um, a couple of days. And it was amazing how much money they were able to keep in-house. So there's a really strong case if you have that type of a scenario to, to start off by bringing in a couple of specialists. So um, the third thing, let's see, the third thing, excuse, is legally we can't refer in-house anyway. We can't funnel patients to a specialist. And, you know, it's a valid concern. It, you know, there's ways around it for sure. But, but here's, here's the concern. The concern is, is there's this anti-kickback law, right? Uh, specialists can't get referrals from a, a general and then refer a kickback money to them. That's obviously like a no-no. Um, but in, in if you do it and you set it up correctly, then it can be done uh, in this type of a setting. So most DSOs are created by a doctor that decides they want to expand and, and create other offices and so and, and in fact a lot of a lot of states require that each corporate office is owned by and operated by a gen uh, not a general but a, a dentist so there are some states that do allow uh, dso's to be created without a dentist being over it and it can be a little trickier to do this um, but if you're if you are a general dentist or a dentist specialist that is creating this, um, if you bring a, another dentist on as an associate, as an employee, or even as a as an independent contractor, they can still you can still funnel and refer people to them. There's a couple of key uh, ingredients that you need to pay attention to. I want to I want to first talk about Alabama's 
and Georgia's. So there's just a couple that you can find these uh, information to give you a good idea of what the regulations are. So in Alabama, it basically says, hey, they're guilty of fee splitting unless the division of fees between dentists practicing in the partnership and sharing professional fees or in the case of one licensed dentist employing another. So the key there is there are two dentists sharing fees in a partnership or one is employing another. So do you see the, the importance of setting that, that up correctly? It needs to be uh, that type of a relationship. In Georgia, it spells it out that fee splitting um, does not include the payment of commission from a dentist actively licensed in Georgia who owns a practice to any employee, associate, independent contractor, or agent who is also a dentist or hygienist actively licensed in Georgia and working for the practice. Okay, so then it goes on to talk about um, the sharing of professional fees between dentists practicing in the partnership or within the same practice group where the remuneration is not based on the number of referrals within the practice or the referrals required by the partnership agreement. So there's two things there that they basically say, and this is to go for, for every state. The first one is, is you cannot have this um, rely, you can't, you can't have a stipulation saying um, you have to refer this many in order to get um, compensated for it. You can't have any like numbers they have to achieve. Uh, the other thing is, is that you can't have in the agreement that they have to refer to this specialist. Um, so it can't be it can't be something that is required of them. So let's think about it. You can't go to a general dentist and say, you have to refer, now that we have an oral surgeon in-house, you have to refer to this oral surgeon. Um, you have to uh, allow that, that general dentist to do what's best for the patient. And so what you're required, what you should do is make sure that they have every opportunity to know and appreciate and like this oral surgeon so that they will feel confident in sending that patient in-house. So the important thing for you as a DSO a manager is to be able to see the referrals that are coming in uh, and the conversion of how, how much uh, those referrals are being converted, uh, who's referring what, uh, are they in-house or out-of-house. And let's say that you see that uh, a doctor so-and-so is referring, even though you brought in this endodontist, they're referring still a lot of referrals to an outside endodontist. It allows you to have a conversation with that general dentist and say, we're noticing you're still referring outside of the, the practice. Um, we just want to know what it is that you would like to see done better by this endodontist. How can we improve this? Uh, the other thing that a lot of corporate offices, DSOs forget, there's some little things that uh, the private practice sector still practices that they need to remember they need to do. They need to do internal marketing uh, between doctors. So that means providing lunches where they can get to know each other. Uh, you ought to have your specialists do lunch and learns every quarter where they get up and they show their work to the in-office uh, general dentists and have these case study presentations, allow the general dentist to get more confident in, in referring to that specialist. Invite, invite doctors outside of the, um, the DSO as well to come into these. These are the things that will, will help drive and have general dentists feel confident in referring to the specialists without mandating it. You can't mandate it. You need to allow them the opportunity to do it um, on their own, but you provide opportunities where they can feel confident in doing it. Okay, so <clears throat> this is the last step. You've decided, okay, if you're a DSO, uh, how do I go about inviting a specialist into my practice? 
um, how do I do this? So there's, there's two ways to do it. There's one that's really ineffective and one that's super effective. And, <clears throat> and so the first one is, is going to them and saying, you know, I swear we're sending lots of uh, endo cases out every day. Um, you really ought to come in and give us a half day, a day a week. And I, I swear we'll, we'll fill up your schedule. Uh, you're not going to get a lot of specialists that will jump on board to that. Uh, more like if you went to them and just said, okay, over the last six months, we sent out 245 cases to endodontists in the area. That was over $300,000 in productions, or in your case, that'd be $90,000 in six months by just working a day or two for us a week. So uh, that would be far better to approach a specialist that way than just kind of some abstract numbers. How do you do that? Tracking. You got to track it. You got to know how many referrals are going out. And, uh, you know, just there was one, this, this same group of these three little locations uh, up there in Chicago. Um, what we found as we analyzed the, we did kind of a year-end review in 2019, and we were able to see that there was a lot of outgoing. They didn't have an endodontist in this area. And so we were able to see the real numbers of how many referrals went out to endodontists and it uh, substantial enough for them to have a, a real case to go out and to present to an endodontist, to bring an endodontist in that area for half day, a day a week, and to keep that money staying in house. So uh, that's it for, for this week. Um, I'm just going to run through a conclusion of what we talked about today. Uh, number one is to set up your specialists as associates. So you, you, you need to have the, the proper uh, way. It needs to be a doctor to doctor. And if they're set up with that proper connection, then you can refer to each other and split the fee. Okay. Number two is allowing referral doctors to make a choice on who they refer to. Uh, sorry, that was, yeah, that was number two. And number three is helping your specialists earn the trust of your generals. So just because they're in-house, they need to earn that trust. And number four, to make sure to implement a system that tracks your referrals so that you can, first of all, um, every referral that comes through, you will do everything you can to get them to actually convert. And uh, you'll also see how many referrals are going in-house and out-of-house so that you can, uh, you know, just have a handle on that and, and uh, help fix the, the problem if, if there is a problem. Um, referrals in-house in DSOs is a huge benefit to DSOs. You can imagine if you have 20, 30 offices that you're, you're over and in charge of, I mean, that's 50, 60 dentists. Uh, you bring in specialists. There's referring going all over the place. Um, to have an actual system where you're able to see this doctor referred this many to this orthodontist and they have a horrible conversion. Um, you know, why is it this orthodontist is not converting those patients? When I say converting, that means getting them in the chair and giving them a consultation. Uh, because there's just so many uh, patients that are falling through the cracks. Uh, really quickly before I end this, um, yeah, I mean, there was this group that had uh, four or five orthodontists and, that were getting that were inside of this DSO, and their average conversion was 35%. So that means uh, only three and a half of the patients that were being referred to ortho were actually following through. Uh, so that was almost seven seven people out of ten. Uh, that were not being converted. We we came in, we actually put them on this auto texting feature called our follow-up funnel. And it was able to convert uh, an, an additional 30% uh, 
uh, bringing them up to over 50 something percentage of conversions just by reaching out to these referrals and make sure they aren't getting lost through the cracks. So anyway, a system's really important. Um, uh, that will bring me into, you know, who sponsored this. That's uh, referral web, go check them out, referralweb.com and uh, set up a demo, whatever, subscribe to this channel. If you want to continue to have great uh, coverage and podcasts and information. Uh, thanks again for joining me today. And we'll go ahead and see you next week uh, on the special dentalist podcast where we help specialists become special. Thanks. See you.